Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 11th. It is seven minutes after nine, and you're listening to the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. And we begin talking about President Biden. U.S. intelligence materials related to Ukraine, Iran, and the U.K. were found in his private office at University of Pennsylvania. Among the items from his time as vice president that were discovered were 10 classified documents, including memos, brief and briefing materials that covered topics from Ukraine, Iran, United Kingdom. Wait, 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 wait. You said, what was that first country you said? Ukraine. Ukraine, that's super interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Right what are the, the odds? Right around the time that there was some Hunter Biden business dealings. Wait, what? Was that a coinky day? No way. That would <laughs> never, ever. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to make sure everyone understood that you did, say, you did indeed say documents related, related to Ukraine. I did. Attorney General Merrick Garland's received a report on the documents, and now he has to proceed, including whether to open a full-blown criminal investigation. The classified documents were dated between 2013 and 2016. So for anybody who says that, well, he wasn't vice president, uh, he wasn't vice president since 2017. So they did not turn these documents over right away like they want to claim that he did. Right. Clearly, they had them for a long period of time. We talked about this yesterday. The idea that any president or vice president or whatever, when you are moving massive amounts of stuff out of the White House, whenever you're tenure, term, whatever is over, would not take something that someone could or does identify as classified is ridiculous. Everyone should get that grace because then there's interpretation. Is this classified? Is it not classified? What is this? What is that? Everybody should get grace on this. And Joe Biden should get grace on this. However, Joe Biden doesn't get grace on this because he and his Justice Department are making Donald Trump's life a living hell and raided his house over these classified documents. Mm-hmm. So I don't make the rules, Casey. I'm just a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen. So if I'm playing by the rules, then if it's good for the goose, mm-hmm. it's good for the gander. It's a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do situation. Trump did respond with a bunch of social media <laughs> posts. He was publicly egging on the FBI to search through Biden's offices and even the White House for other mishandled documents. So did Barack Obama declassify these documents? Because Joe Biden, as vice president, doesn't have the authority to do that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and Biden, for some reason, decided to talk about this Mm -hmm. with the media yesterday. Mm -hmm. Take a listen to this. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. uh, They found some documents in a box, you know, locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, 
turn them over to the archives. And I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. Stop, 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 turned stop, over the box. The, right there. Can we play the last, uh, Kevin, I know I'm asking you to do this on the fly, but can we play the last, like, six seconds of what you just played? Because that is absolutely unbelievable that he admitted this out loud. I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. Stop. I've, out loud, he admits, my lawyer said, mm-hmm. you don't want to know anything. Mm-hmm. And when your lawyer tells tells us you don't want to know anything, because then that makes you potentially c- culpable mm-hmm. for committing a crime. Stop talking. And he said it out loud. Yes. Well, and it's being reported that some of the documents also pertain to Bo Biden's funeral. So this is a very personal thing to him. And for him to say he doesn't know what's in there, just watch. Just watch for him to start playing the victim on this. Now, isn't it interesting, too? And look, I get this is a huge leap, and I'm I'm a person, let me preface by saying, who believes Oswald acted alone, so I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But isn't it wild and wacky that as soon as the midterms are over, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden Mm -hmm. this comes to light at a time where there is a huge push inside the Democrat Party to get rid of Joe Biden, and these documents just happen to be dealing with Ukraine, Mm -hmm. which one is front and center with everyone right now, and we all know his loser kid was super involved with in terms of, well, allegedly doing some nefarious things that may or may not have enriched him and his dad. So the representative from Ohio, Mike Turner, said those entrusted with access to classified information have a duty and an obligation to protect it. The issue demands a full and thorough review. All right. So Andrew Whitaker, who was the, or I'm sorry, Matthew Whitaker, who was the acting attorney general in the Trump administration when they were going through some changeover, he was on Newsmax yesterday and he said that these missing documents with Biden are very similar to what happened with Trump, Mm -hmm. but he does talk about the very different response from the government. My first thought is that the investigation, the special counsel's investigation into the documents obtained at Mar-a-Lago has gone up in smoke. I mean, this is a very similar set of facts, and we can argue on the margins, and obviously this, the Biden White House can try to spin this and lawyers can issue statements, but the long story short, it's the exact same types of documents, the exact same statutes at question, and the most interesting thing in this whole situation to me is that in both Hunter Biden's case and now in Joe Biden's case, he, uh, Mayor Garland appoints U.S. attorneys that were appointed by Trump that are still in office to do those investigations. When it comes to Trump, he appoints a special counsel with different rules. And so I, I'm surprised right now that at least Joe Biden doesn't have a special counsel looking into these documents and you know whether any laws were violated. Hypocrisy alert. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and this, this was Joy Behar. We're going to talk about her. <laughs> Yes, let's do, please. Here's some comedy relief for you. She says the Biden classified documents are different. Why? Well, because she likes Joe Biden. (laughs) Really? I mean, I I think that, no matter what you just said is right, that that there are differences in what happened. Yes, but the documents are not good. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know? (laughs) We know that. So it's not that big a jump. 
to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's partly what's going on. But what I think also is going on, no matter what the truth of it is, will be they will spin it, Bubblehead and Marjorie Taylor and that crowd, Matt Gates. You think they're not going to spin this that is just as bad as Trump? And so the, the lie gets out there. So people believe it, just like that Donaldson person, whatever his name is. Byron. What's his name? Byron, Byron Donalds. I saw him also. He was at the uh, the fight on the floor, too, yeah. wasn't he? He was nominated for speaker a number of people. Nothing says I am a legitimate commentator with vast knowledge of the subject at hand, like going, that Donaldson fella, what whatever his name is. What's his name? She is so completely snowed, and we could present fact after fact, and she just wouldn't care because Biden represents her views and ideology, just being a very silly person. And we know that Biden is a liar, too. One of the reasons our show is so popular and other shows on this station are so popular um, is because we don't like any of these people. (laughs) And we don't want to be friends with any of these people. And we don't want to be in teams with any of these people, Republicans, Democrats, whatever. And so people know we're giving you our honest brokerage, our honest assessment of what these people are. Can you imagine... And you see it on both sides, right? Where you are so wed to a stupid letter that no matter what happens, you or how ridiculous you sound or whatever, you will always go to the mat mm-hmm. for that person. What sort of... Let's close with it. This is glorious. Keith Olbermann. <laughs> Anytime he gets really upset about something, mm-hmm. we have to play that because it's awesome. Listen to this guy and imagine being this person and needing to defend your, air quote, side, no matter what. We're really going to do this again. We're really going to do Hillary Clinton's emails again. We're really going to do whataboutism and both sidesism again. We're really going to do Hillary Clinton's emails again with this Biden story. Aren't we, CNN? Aren't we, CBS News? Aren't we, NBC? Aren't we Washington Post? Aren't we New York Times? The hell we are. The Tuesday Countdown Podcast is available now wherever you podcast, complete with my sinus infection. We are not letting them do the Hillary Clinton email story again. I was listening to that last night at home while I, was, while I was prepping this out, prepping out our show today. And I said out loud, can he just go back to doing sports? And the dude overheard at home and he said, no, <laughs> sports doesn't want him. I just if you and we I run into these people all the time. I know you, you do as well. This being wed to defending the indefensible. Look, we didn't make the rules. We said when the stuff was going on with Trump, this is completely ridiculous. I would say now when it's going on with Biden, it's probably completely ridiculous. However, the rule has been made. I did not make the rule. I lobbied against this being the rule. But the left said this is the rule. And so have at it. No no quarter, no nothing here because you guys said this is how it had to be. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. As I do tonight, lady in red. 22 minutes after nine, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Did we have this conversation? Yes. It, <laughs> this is the greatest one-hit wonder of all. We had this conversation, yeah. right? We, we've talked... Uh, 
at Nauseam about Christopher. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. had one other song, something about the ferryman. That's right. Who pays the ferryman or something right. like that? Yeah, I actually heard this song for the very first time from you guys yeah. uh, on this show. This song, Lady yeah. in Red? I have been very inge- first time. I have been injecting Kevin with a uh, just a super dose of Harry Chapin the past several days, mm-hmm. and uh, I am really maneuvering Kevin towards his next phase in life, which is probably more of a resentful backlooker. <laughs> I say, what phase is that? <laughs> Kevin, you've been warned. Rob killed all of Kevin's options. <laughs> He's he still has hope in his eyes, Rob. Don't ruin it for him just yet. Yeah, I still have a little bit of that, uh, that hope in my eyes. Like you see that picture at the top of the yeah. uh, rundown. There's still a little bit of that left in you. Yeah, yeah. there's still just a tiny bit. <laughs> He's not bitter and beaten down from I, life I, yet. I told you my favorite thing was when I met Kevin's dad yeah. uh, during Radiothon. Mm-hmm. He it very it, with a very heartfelt tone in his voice said, "Thank you for the mentorship program with Kevin." I don't know if they <laughs> really know who they've turned their son over yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know that's why I say people uh, often find me charming and charismatic because <laughs> they don't actually know the truth. <laughs> Let's talk about Chip Roy. He says that uh, DHS is not doing their job in securing the border. His solution, possibly to defund them. And he also does not rule out taking the speaker's gavel away from Kevin McCarthy if a clean debt ceiling increase comes to the House floor. So Chip Roy was one of the 20 very courageous people mm-hmm. who held out to get all sorts of concessions. Of course, we know that our Indiana delegation, none of them lifted a finger to do anything. Jim Banks, of course, voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times. And, you know, Jim Banks is being very aggressive now on Twitter about how conservative he is and about how he's going to do this and how he's going to do that. He hasn't declared he's running for Senate, but he keeps talking like someone who is running for Senate because we all know he's running for Senate. And yet he does not mention that he voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times. And that's very weird. And well, thankfully, there's a radio show that will be able to remind the public of all the times uh, Jim Banks voted for Kevin McCarthy because, well, we know Kevin McCarthy is going to screw us at some point, And then Jim Banks can no doubt take full accountability for his repeated. But all that. Look, I'm getting off the I'm getting uh, uh, just just off the road here, Casey. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Chip Roy was on with Charlie Kirk and he laid out what those 20 courageous people, none of them named Jim Banks, fought for and what they got for the country. For the average American, here's what we got. We got the power for your representatives to be your voice. We opened the House up. We tried to give more ideological diversity among the committees so that Republicans never repeat the absolute debacle, the failure that was uh, 2017 and 2018 when we had control of all three, uh, President, Senate, and, and White yes, and, and House. that's correct. And we failed. We failed. Yes, we did. We're trying to pump the brakes on that and make sure that we've got the structures in place now to avoid that cataclysmic failure. We need to stand up and limit spending. We need to stand up against the weaponization of government against the American people and stand up in defense of civil liberties. We need to stand up for a strong military, sparingly used, forcefully used, non-woke military, and make sure we stand up to secure the border of the United States. And importantly, we need to restore federalism so we can agree to disagree, stop trying to solve every problem in this godforsaken yes. town. We can do that with these tools. 
Well, that all sounds great. Chip Roy's getting a lot more TV time, and he's saying some really smart-sounding stuff. He was only one of 20, though. Right. Only one of 20. So many of those people are still going to be beholden to Daddy Mitch Dan Mitch McConnell. Daddy, they may be beholden to Daddy Mitch Daniels, too, if he's in the Senate. Who knows? <laughs> right. uh, but now comes the hard part of actually doing it. You can make the plan, but then there's executing the plan. You're going you're gonna to find out real quick. This is the thing, and this is great, because all the things they're doing right now don't matter. They're never going to defund the IRS. They're never going to eliminate the income tax. They're never going to get rid of those 87,000 IRS agents on standalone bills. And they know that. That's why they're voting for them. We will find out what these Republicans really mean when it comes time to raise the debt ceiling, because they hold all the cards, and they are in such a position of power on that. If they don't get the defunding of the 87,000 IRS agents, or they don't get the elimination of the income tax, or they don't get the abolition of the IRS, it's because they don't really want it. They have the power of the person. We're going to find out here real soon. Well, and they can also threaten McCarthy with a motion to vacate now. But the question we also need to no, does McCarthy really want the job, or does he just want to be able to say he had the job for a moment? I think most like, of the- like doing the job and and saying you have the job are two different things. Yeah, you know, I don't. I know we can get to a break, but before we go, I, I, like I would like to be president, not because I really want to be president, but I'd like one of those nice oil paintings of mm-hmm. me to forever be hanging up, like with me not looking at the camera, pointing at something, or you know, for so two hundred years from now, people would be like. What was wrong with that dude in his photo? You know, you see so many of these old presidential photos and they're either like their jaws are glued together or they're not looking at the camera or I, I that is why I think that's why he wanted to be speaker. He wants one of those old timey mm-hmm. oil painting photos that will hang in the Capitol forever and ever. Yeah. Having the title and doing the job. Those are two different things. All right. There was a, uh, a little uh talk last night from Eric oh, That's right. The governor's laid out his plan to spend a level of money that even I couldn't have imagined. Yeah, and we're going to get into that coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I didn't make little green apples. It don't rain in Indianapolis in the summertime. That... What are you? What are you acting like? That's a that was a huge song. There's no Have you never heard that song? No. That's the face of who is this? You ran. You ran how many radio stations and you've never heard that song? Fourteen throughout the state of Indiana, but they were all contemporary. Kevin, so. tell. Who is this? Tell. Yeah, uh, this is uh, O. C. Smith. Yes. Little Green Apple. There was a, there were several oh, people. Oh, okay. I guess this was from yep. the late '60s. Yes, there have, been, there have been several versions of this. Several famous people have done this song. I've heard of it. I am, and I it pains me to say this, but I'm so utterly disappointed in yeah, you. Yeah, and it, it don't rain in Indianapolis. <laughs> Won't be the first time you'll be disappointed pointed to me, Rob. Get used to it. Uh, he tweeted out, or actually he put it out on Instagram, my fellow Hoosiers, it's my privilege to report to you again on our beloved state and share what I believe we as Hoosiers can do to make Indiana even a better place to live, work, and build a future. Of course, we're talking about Eric Holcomb. He had his State of the State address last night. He said that Indiana is strong and getting even stronger. Okay, so I first of all want to say a shout out to friend of the 
show, Nikki Kelly from the Indiana Capitol Chronicle. She mm-hmm. did a great job of live tweeting the entire speech last night, which saved me all sorts of... Uh, I mean, I get physically ill when I have to hear this guy speak. And so being able to just pilfer through her very descriptive, uh, detailed account of the speech made it a much more enjoyable evening in the Kindle household because I have been known to throw up all over myself when I have to listen to more than seven (laughs) seconds of this guy's voice. I mean, I I tried because like I turned it on Mm -hmm. and he was right about to launch into the free textbooks from the textbook fairy. And I had to turn it off. And I just told my wife, I said, "I, I can't, I can't. Cannot, cannot do this. And so thankfully there was detailed and obviously now transcripts have surfaced. Here's what's going on. So the previous state budget, biennial budget, mm-hmm. was $37.5 billion. Mm-hmm. High Tax Holcomb is now proposing that they spend an additional $5.5 billion. Mm-hmm. So simple math would tell you, you will now have a state with a $43 billion budget, and yet, whether it was the Republican, uh, Senate Republicans yesterday, or Lockdown McGee last night, or uh, Todd Houston, one of the Flanders boys on the House side, not a single solitary word unless they are forced to and deliberately asked directly by the media in random, confused, accidental acts of journalism about the plan to address property taxes. Mm -hmm. They are going to spend an additional $5.5 billion on who knows what. Well, I know what. It's trails, and it's the textbook ferry, and it's health programs with no accountability, and it's no accountability, just throw money at the public education system. But yet we are led to believe that there is no money to help, help offset the skyrocketing property taxes that are about to happen because of a very flawed assessment process that has been going on for decades now in this state. That is what they want you to believe. There is always money for every government program, but when it comes time to help you, whether it is with the gas tax. Remember, remember all the people, I had a a painstakingly horrific conversation on this radio station with Jim Lucas during the gas tax conversation, which probably removed years from my life in which there, there was no money. There was no money. We'd love to help you out. There is no money, but yet there's five and a half billion dollars that Eric Holcomb has come up with in the new budget. Does this make sense to anyone? And why is this okay for a state with a Republican governor and a Republican supermajority to have all sorts of money laying around for all sorts of enhancement of government programs and growth of government, but absolutely nothing for you? Yeah, revenue is supposed to exceed $2.3 billion, and it's going to grow by 3% each year. And like you mentioned, Holcomb did ask for an extra $5.5 billion in new spending. And the proposals that the supermajority is going to ask for include tax cuts, mental health care funding, uh, statewide overhaul of local health departments, pay increases for state troopers, and a policy to increase Hoosier data privacy. Those are their priorities. Nothing about medical marijuana, nothing about property taxes, nothing about the billions Let, in surplus. And let's talk about, because we're going to have Donald Rainwater on later, because all the things that he's been talking about are coming true. All the things he talked about in 2020 are coming true when they talk about the income tax cut okay because that's their big thing like we want to we want to do the this income tax cut okay they're, they're going to do a study yes that, okay that's first of all you need to realize they're going to study it which as we have seen time and again with uh, ten thousand issues in this state study takes two years and doesn't mean crap mm-hmm. and even if they did pass 
a repeal of the income tax for the majority of people, that is going to be a fraction of what you're going to pay in these new property tax assessments. And the reason they chose income tax is because it will help their gigantic corporate donors and the lobbyists to support their those giant corporations because it will enable these people to then take it off, it's a formula, to take it off their federal income tax deduction. They are doing this to help mega corporations. They are not doing it to help you. These people do not care about you at all, Casey. And Eric Holcomb proved it again last night. He, he is a Democrat. That guy is a Democrat. He proved it again last night. All these things he wants are a Democrat wish list of priorities. And Republicans in the audience just sat there and went, okay, whatever you want, boss. When do we start standing up to this guy? When do Republicans start acting like Republicans? When do Republicans who promise to be conservative when they want our vote actually start acting like it? Okay, so this study, like you mentioned, is just going to delay, 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 and they're hoping we're going to forget about it. And it's just like a task force, a commission, an independent study, a committee looked at by advisors, just more delays. And Holdman said that the House and Senate chambers already passed a plan to cut Indiana's individual income tax rate from 3.23% to 2.9% so, 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 by okay. 2029. Okay, so think about it. So that, that was Travis Holdman, I think is the guy's name. Right, he's, and he's he a, said, we're going to look long term. Right, right. So so their plan, because we talked about this last year when they did this, or was this, was this last year? I can't remember exactly when it was. I think it was last year. So this is the the best the Republican supermajorities could come up with last year was give you two hundred of the fifteen hundred dollars of surplus that they're sitting on of your money over taxation, and over seven years cut your income tax rate by like 05 percent. What is the point of electing these people? Start asking yourself that. What is the point of electing these Republicans if all they do is keep acting like? Democrats. This says to me that Holdman plans to be there for the next decade. And again, I want to clarify. More delay. Hol- drag it out without Hol- actually doing anything. You're saying Holdman, not Holcomb, deliberately, Correct. because that's the, that's the guy's name. Mm-hmm. All right, Casey, mm-hmm. when we come back, yeah. I had an interaction with a state rep on social media, not Jim Lucas this time, that again, I want to, I, you're not even going to believe this when I read what this this message he sent to me was. Is it and, delicious? And it is it is disgustingly delicious. Okay. And it is a total microcosm of why you're getting crap and the government's getting everything. All right. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It is 947. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining in the YouTube uh, chat room as well. Kevin forgot to turn the cameras on last segment. No, we're all still here. And uh, the veins are not quite completely popping out of Rob's face. 
it's I always know it's going to be an interesting day when I get a text from Rob at <laughs> 6.30 in the morning sharing uh, back and forth that he has with other people. And, and this one was uh, is a gem. Well, look, we were explaining the rules of the road to young Mr. Parker, who mm-hmm. is going to be uh, taking over the board. Uh, Kevin's not going to be here on Monday, some sort of European Uno Gold tour or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But uh, I were explaining the rules of the road to Parker. And what I told Parker, in case you've been around me for a year now, mm-hmm. you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. I don't start the fights. I don't start them. Like, I don't like to point out things. I don't seek conflict with people. What I will do, though, is gladly get into the arena and beat you to a bloody pulp. And even once you've cried, uncle, I will still keep hitting you because that's not actually hitting people. Yeah. Let me clarify that. Mm-hmm. Because that's what these politicians deserve. Because that's what they're doing to you and your wallet and your family's future. They are beating you into the dust. And they hate me because I am the one person who doesn't want to kiss these people's ass, who doesn't care if they like me, who doesn't care if we're friends, who I don't want to hang around them, who I don't think they're important, who I don't think they're special, who has a platform to tell you what they're doing. And they can't stand that one person is allowed to exist. They can't stand that I'm allowed to breathe air, Casey, to tell you what they're doing every single day. It just shocks me how you live rent-free in their heads. Because they know what they're doing is wrong. They know at their core, those of them who actually still have a core, now a bunch of them don't have a core anymore. Like, if you were to try to get to the core of Eric Holcomb, it would be like going to the center of the earth, man. You would just keep digging and digging and digging and digging. There is not a core in there. But some of them who still have the core know what they're doing is wrong. They know what they're doing is ridiculous. They know they're not working on behalf of the people. And so when they get called out on it, they respond in anger or rage or hate or whatever because they know I'm right. They know they're doing the taxpayers dirty and they know I'm right. And I didn't know uh, until very recently how much pointing out that the the Indiana Republicans are not doing anything to help you on property taxes, but they're sprinting to name that state sandwich mm-hmm. is really bothering some of these uh some of these state representatives. You don't think that the state uh, sandwich being a tenderloin sandwich is a high priority. So for those of you who don't know, this is, there has been a bill filed. Nothing to help you with property taxes. Right. No forward movement on that. But there is a bill, and the state legislature has been made very clear they are going to make this a top priority to name the tenderloin mm-hmm. the state sandwich. Mm-hmm. And... I guess they said not only did they file this bill, but they sent out a big old press release about it, about how uh, this bill was filed by Andy Zay, a Republican from Huntington, a senator. uh, And if you're Andy Zay's constituent, by the way, think about this is what your guy is wasting his time on naming a state sandwich. But I guess the first breaded tenderloin was served in Huntington, Indiana. I Mm -hmm. didn't I didn't know about that. Um, Not really relevant, but whatever. So. I get the. I wake up this morning and, I, you know, just going about my business, getting ready for my day, getting ready to come in and hang out with you and Kevin, mm-hmm. and and um, I check my inbox on one of my social media apps. And Kevin, uh, could you please cue up some hate mail music for us uh, because I'm about to read this and it does need uh, music to to go along with. Uh, this is a, a message that I got, Casey, from a sitting state rep, mm-hmm. and. 
I am not going to name this guy because as soon as I told him what was about to happen, <laughs> he immediately hit the back pedal button. It was like a cartoon, you know, where their feet start going really fast and smoke starts coming out of them. Mm-hmm. And he was going backwards about, well, I agree with you on this and I agree with you on that. And we really should get together and talk. Wait a minute. So I'm not going to out him yet because I am going to take him up on his uh, willingness to meet. And I'm going to ask him. What the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing nothing? Mm -hmm. If you really, because they always, well, I agree with you on this, but what is one man to do? Well, in this case, one man, like every other man, you're doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to read the letter because this is what your elected officials are wasting their time on. And they're wasting their time on telling me that they're wasting their time on it. And they're doing nothing for you. So I'm not going to name the guy yet. I'm going to meet with him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him exactly what I think of him. I've already responded by telling him exactly what I think of him. And then if he does nothing, then we'll tell you who it was. How about that? Okay, sounds right. good. Ready? Maestro. Again, sitting state representative. You should really take away from a feel-good moment on the nomination of a state nomination of a tenderloin sandwich for the citizens of Huntington County. I really hope it engulfs your ego, Rob. The citizens of Huntington and Wabash County deserve that recognition. Wouldn't you agree? Rob. <laughs> I would like to point out that you received that at 1.26 a.m. And I have never, Casey, I've never talked to this person before mm-hmm. I've, that I am aware of. I've never had a face-to-face encounter with this person that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't even, like his message went to whatever, because I'm not friends with him on Facebook, yeah. where I, I didn't even know I had a message. I just happened to check to see. Mm-hmm. So this person... yeah unsolicited decides to contact me and that's what he wants to talk about he's not upset about your property taxes going through the roof he's not upset about elderly people maybe being forced out of their home he's not upset about people on fixed incomes having to make very difficult choices he's not prioritizing any of that he's mad because i'm critical of them naming a state sandwich while they're doing nothing that's what's on this guy's mind he could have sent you a message and said, hey, I know Holcomb asked for an additional $5.5 billion in new spending, and I'd really love to get together with you, Rob, so that you can tell your vast audience all of the good things we want to do with that money, how it's going to make the Hoosier State a better place. No, instead, he reached out to you to defend the decision of naming the pork tenderloin a state sandwich. Do I have one minute left so I can read my response to him? Uh, you have about 50 seconds. Oh, I can totally do this. So here is how I closed with him <laughs> after he backpedaled and wanted to meet and everything else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this to you. You ready? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's not hate mail. It's just me being very kind to him. <laughs> I think you guys are so far removed from where the people are, it's almost indescribable at this point. Yes, you keep winning because Democrats are so radical. But in terms of representing the folks... I don't think you Republicans at 200 West Washington have a clue. There is no opposition to Holcomb. The people who do, like me, get ripped. You guys keep raising taxes and limiting freedom, and no one ever publicly does anything. Don't you think people deserve better? Someone, anyone, at the State House to stand up for them? He has not responded to that. Let's have him on the show. Here's the invite. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.